Welcome to Better Days Season 6. My name is Wesley Town, and I am so glad you are joining me today. Better Days is a listener-supported nonprofit seeking to bring hope, awareness, and education to the human experience of mental health and suffering. We aim to deconstruct misconceptions of what it means to be human and follow Jesus. If you'd like to learn more or support our work, you can check out our website, betterdaysfmly.co. Again, that's betterdaysfmly.co. Hi, Better Days family. I'm so glad that you joined me today for a conversation about processing our past, family of origin, and our future. I teach an all-day version of Better Days Talks, and one of the sections is on family of origin and processing our past. Whenever I teach this section, I immediately sense the deep emotional processing in the room. Why is this? Because our past has a profound influence on each of us. As Peter Scazzaro states in his book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, it is not possible to erase the negative effects of our history. This family history lives inside of all of us, especially in those who attempt to bury it. We often underestimate the deep, unconscious imprint our family of origin leaves on us. Processing our past is an important factor into being a fully alive, fully present human and follower of Jesus. We all want a future that we feel at peace. We all want a future where we don't feel emotionally, mentally, or relationally hindered to fully engage in life and relationships. And we all want to live in the reality of the present. But the truth is that we carry hurt. We carry unresolved emotions. We may be emotionally numb. We may be emotionally distant. We may be mirroring what we wanted to escape in our family of origin. So what is processing our past? Processing our past means that we reflect on how our past has influenced our life, our emotions, our thoughts, and our choices, and to evaluate where there may be unresolved pain unresolved emotions, or areas where we may be unaware that we are repeating the same negative patterns from our family of origin. Some of us may need to do this with a professional who's skilled, especially if we have deep-rooted trauma that we've never processed or healed from. I'd like to say something. Some may think that as a follower of Jesus— that our past does not influence our lives in the present or future. But that's an incorrect train of thinking. I used to believe that. I used to think, oh, you know, I'm changed, transformed. My life is now being formed in Jesus. I'm forgiven. And therefore, I don't actually need to proactively process through what happened in my past. I want to give you two examples that dismantle that train of thought. The first is in Exodus 34, 6 and 7, and it reads, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, 
maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. You may read that latter part and have a lot of questions. So let me explain what he's saying here. This pictures the influence of sin on present and future generations. Future generations have a probability that they will follow in their fathers or their mothers or their family of origin, we could say, footsteps. This does not represent an assertion that God actually punishes an innocent generation. Rather, that successive generations will commit the same sins they learn from their parents. And then Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. This reads, You were taught with regard to your former way of life, your past, to put off the old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. This teaches us that we are to be proactive participants in the transformation of our interior life. Transformation, pardon me, does not occur passively. It's a proactive reality. And that's why processing our past is a part of this transformation, development, formative process, because we proactively engage. Maybe you feel overwhelmed with how to go about this. So I'd like to give you kind of three areas just to kind of process this whole idea of processing our past, processing our family of origin, and being whole and healthy in our future. First, I would like to point out four words that may be applicable to processing our past. The first is, some of us need to experience healing. That might be the word that you need to experience as you're processing through this. Some of us need to experience growth, so change, transformation. Some of us need to experience forgiveness, where we are forgiven, we receive forgiveness, or we forgive someone else, where that may be hindering being wholly alive and fully present in our future. And then some of us need to experience grace, grace covering guilt or shame or things that we did wrong in our past, because there is grace to cover over and to forgive you, and you need to receive that. I want to say in regards to healing, growth, forgiveness, and grace, that pain, guilt, shame, and trauma have a powerful influence on our lives. These emotions and experiences can be rooted deep within us because of a past experience. That's why these four words, healing, growth, forgiveness, and grace, are so vital to meet those areas of our life that are hindering us being fully present, fully alive, humans and followers of Jesus in the present and in the future. Second, I would like to share with you a few helpful words and questions to ask yourself in processing your family of origin influence. 
two words that are helpful in processing your family of origin influence. I always teach these when I do a Better Days talk on this. The first is this, validation. And the second is deconstruction. Validation means that you're validating the good and healthy things that you saw and learned in your family of origin. And I think that's so important. Even if you uh, experience really hard things like I did growing up in my family of origin, there was areas that were good and healthy. There were things that I learned that I can validate as I look back uh, on my past and on those formative years of my life. The second term, deconstruction, means that we may need to find healing or we may need to unlearn dysfunction or unhealthy patterns we learned in that ecosystem environment where we were being cultivated and developed. So validation and deconstruction. The point of this is to find healing and to pursue awareness and to unlearn the negative traits so that they so that we can feel whole and alive as humans and followers of Jesus. So here are some questions that help to bring awareness to our family of origin influence upon our lives. I'm just going to list these and you can process through them. What was the nature of your parents' relationship? That has an influence on our lives. What was the nature of your parent-child relationship? That has a huge influence. What was the nature of your siblings' relationships? How did your family of origin relate to one another in relationship? What was the emotional nature of your family life, family of origin, home life? How did your family deal with conflict? How have these relationships affected you relationally in your other relationships and emotionally in your relationships? How have you adopted these relational and emotional traits? And this is really important too. Were you conditioned in a family where there was trauma or fear or unhealthy control or polarized thinking? All of these things, these relationships, these experiences, have an influence upon our lives. Third, I would like to share with you a few lessons and observations that I've learned over the last 15 years of pastoring and counseling people in various situations. Unprocessed pain does not just go away. It sits within us and it evolves and develops over time. That's why it's important for us to process through any unprocessed pain. Another observation, family of origin influences us deeply, affecting how we think, how we feel, how we express emotions, how we behave, uh, how we respond to certain relational situations. That's why this is important to reflect on. Another observation, when we are preoccupied by past hurt or failure that has not been processed, we often end up paralyzed in the present. I, I want to share this so that you can be free. Feeling paralyzed in the present is overwhelming. And sometimes we feel hopeless in that state, but I want you to be free. Another observation, 
being paralyzed in the present will prevent us from living a fully alive future. So not only does this preoccupation internally in the interior life of our past hurt or failure that has not been processed, not only can it affect our present, but it can affect our future as well. So here's three uh, lessons I've learned. You and I cannot change our past, but we can choose to change our future. You and I cannot change our past, but we can choose to heal in the present. You and I cannot change our past, but we can work on our own personal growth. Think of those three realities and lean into those. We can choose to change our future. We can choose to heal in the present and we can work on our own personal growth. All of those things being rooted in our past, our family of origin, and really looking at our future and who we want to become. Processing our past has a purpose, and I mentioned it a few times, to bring healing and freedom. What may be uncomfortable initially can be the very thing that leads to healing and wholeness. And I want you to know that there is healing for you. There is hope for you. There is peace available for you. I am so sorry if you have been through really painful, hard, complicated realities in your past or in your family of origin. And I want to encourage you that God wants to meet you in the midst of your pain and help you and give you the strength and the grace to walk along this journey toward healing and wholeness and freedom. There are also people who are gifted, skilled, trained in this arena that are available to help you to talk through and walk through this journey. So once again, I want to encourage you, reach out for help. Maybe that's a professional. Maybe that's uh, a pastor. Maybe that's a mentor. Maybe that's a really good friend that you just initially need to start processing through this with. But I want you to know that healing comes in human relationships. I want to end with a quote from Dr. Bezel van der Kolk's book, incredible book, The Body Keeps the Score. Quote, our capacity to destroy one another is matched by our capacity to heal one another. Restoring relationships and community is central to restoring well-being. Language gives us the power to change ourselves and others by communicating our experiences, helping us to define what we know and finding a common sense of meaning. We have the ability to regulate our own physiology, including some of the so-called involuntary functions of the body and brain, through such basic activities as breathing, moving, and touching. And we can change social conditions to create environments in which children and adults can feel safe and where we can thrive. What brilliant and helpful words as we're processing through this discussion on processing our past, our family of origin, and having a whole 
healthy, fully alive future. I want to encourage you, there are better days ahead. Much love to you. Thanks for joining me today. I would love for you to help us to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send the podcast link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. As well, go check out betterdaysfmly.co for more resources. I look forward to another conversation next week. Much love to you. There are better days ahead. Thank you.